Hello, hello everyone. We're here wrapping up the book of 1 Samuel. Today we're going to read As the Philistines Dismiss David, As David Smites the Amalekites, and we will finish with the death of Saul. So let's go ahead and get started. This one won't be a long one today, um, but tomorrow might be a little bit longer since we'll be starting 2 Samuel, and I can just give you an introduction and some background on that. Okay, so finishing up, starting with our reading in chapter 29. Now the Philistines gathered together all their armies to Aphek, and the Israelites pitched by a fountain which is in Jezreel. And the lords of the Philistines passed on by hundreds and by thousands. But David and his men passed on in the rearward with Achish. Then said the princes of the Philistines, What do these Hebrews here? And Achish said unto the princes of the Philistines, Is not this David the servant of Saul, the king of Israel, which hath been with me these days? or these years, and I have found no fault in him since he fell unto me unto this day. And the princes of the Philistines were wroth with him, and the princes of the Philistines said unto him, Make this fellow to return, that he may go again to his place, which thou hast appointed him, and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he be an adversary to us. For wherewith should he reconcile himself unto his master? Should it not be with the heads of these men? Is not this David, of whom they sang one to another in dances, saying, Saul slew his thousands, and David his ten thousands? Then Achis called David, and said unto him, Surely, as the Lord liveth, Thou hast been upright, and thy going out, and thy coming in with me in the host, is good in my sight. For I have not found evil in thee since the day of thy coming unto me unto this day. Nevertheless, the Lord's favor thee not. Wherefore now return, and go in peace, that thou displease not the lords of the Philistines. And David said unto Achish, But what have I done? And what hast thou found in thy servant, so long as I have been with thee unto this day, that I may not go fight against the enemies of my lord the king? And Achish answered and said to David, I know that thou art good in my sight, as an angel of God. Notwithstanding the princes of the Philistines have said, he shall not go up with us to the battle. Wherefore now, rise up early in the morning with thy master's servants that are come with thee, and as soon as ye be up early in the morning, and have light, depart. So David and his men rose up early to depart in the morning, to return into the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel, and it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burnt it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein, 
they slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away, and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire, and their wives, and their sons, and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lift up their voice and wept, until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. What do we do when we're having a bad day, when a situation isn't going the way we would like it to? No matter how terrible or maybe just inconvenient, let us encourage ourselves in our Lord God. Okay, verse 7. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. So remember, the ephod was a sacred garment that was worn by the high priest. This was adorned with many precious stones and enabled a person to learn God's will in certain situations, similar to how the Urim and the Thummim were used in Exodus 28. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. That's for us, too. In those, in those bad days and those trials and those tribulations, seek God, encourage yourself in the Lord, and hear him tell you that you need to continue, press on, overtake whatever it is that has you anxious, stressed, sorrowful, depressed, and recover all in Jesus' name. So David went, he and the six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besor. And they found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he did eat, and they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burnt Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, 
swear unto me by God that thou wilt neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. And when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor any thing that they had taken to them. David recovered all. And David took all the flocks and the herds which they drave before those other cattle, and said, This is David's spoil. And David came to the two hundred men, which were so faint that they could not follow David, whom they had made also to abide at the brook Besor. And they went forth to meet David, and to meet the people that were with him. And when David came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men, and men of Belial, of those that went with David, and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered, save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, Ye shall not do so, my brethren, with that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us, and delivered the company that came against us into our hand. For who will hearken unto you in this manner? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike." So David determines that those who remained at home to faithfully care for the belongings of those who went off to war were to have an equal share in the spoils from this battle. This principle could be applied to sending missionaries to nations, preaching the gospel, helping to fulfill the Great Commission, those who remain home faithfully supporting and praying for those who go out will share equally in the heavenly rewards. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel unto this day. And when David came to Ziklag, he sent of the spoil unto the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. To them which were in Bethel, and to them which were in South Ramoth, and to them which were in Jatir, and to them which were in Aroer, and to them which were in Sifmoth, and to them which were in Eshtimoah, and to them which were in Rachal, and to them which were in the cities of the Jeramilites, and to them which were in the cities of the Kenites and to them which were in Hormah, and to them which were in Chor-Ashan, 
and to them which were in Athach, and to them which were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were wont to haunt. Okay. Chapter 31 Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines, and fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul and upon his sons, and the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Melchishua, Saul's sons. And the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him, and he was sore wounded of the archers. Then said Saul unto his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword, and thrust me through therewith, lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise upon his sword and died with him. So Saul died, and his three sons, and his armor-bearer, and all his men, that same day, together. And when the men of Israel that were on the other side of the valley, and they that were on the other side Jordan, saw that the men of Israel fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook the cities and fled. And the Philistines came and dwelt in them. And it came to pass on the morrow, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his three sons fallen in Mount Gilboa. And they cut off his head, and stripped off his armor, and sent into the land of the Philistines round about, to publish it in the house of their idols among the people. And they put his armor in the house of Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. And when the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard of that which the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and went all night, and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan, and came to Jabesh, and burnt them there. And they took their bones, and buried them under a tree at Jabesh, and fasted seven days. And that's it for the first book of Samuel. Tomorrow we'll start on the second book of Samuel, um, which really revolves around David's time as king. I won't go into a lot of that now, but it will definitely be so full of wisdom and goodness. So in regards to Samuel, though, just to go back, as we've read through this, we see God's holy standards for Israel's king. Israel's king was to be a leader who submitted to God as the true king of Israel, who obeyed God's laws, and who allowed himself to be guided and corrected by his revelation. We see so many times that this was not the case with Saul. This book also stresses the importance and the power of prayer, seeking God through his word, through prayer, through praise, 
encouraging ourselves in the Lord during difficult times and being sensitive and open to the spirit of prophecy. You know, we read through this and we see how Saul started out so well. And then with his relationship with David, there, there was jealousy, there was fear. And it all went downhill from there. <laughs> we have to remember that God always knows he is our help. He is our king. He is the Lord of hosts. He is the glory. We'll see you next time. And may your day be a blessed one.